okay, so there's this system about making the bed. That's fine, right? Pull the sheet over, tuck it in, put the pillows up there and fluff them and shit. Yeah. But, th- but then my wife wants to do a set up a jigsaw puzzle <laughs> with fucking 17 pillows on the bed and a certain arrangement of how you do it. And yeah, I was not nailing that. Yeah. Okay. But you are now. I am now because you. Because you, you really want to do. Well, actually. Yeah, because you started clowning on me I on Instagram in vlogs. and vlogs. Yeah. And you're shitting all over me. Hello, welcome back to Shit They Don't Tell You. I'm Nikki Limo. Hello, everybody. My name is Steve Green. So, we've been doing a lot of money episodes, right? Oh, yeah. But I feel like uh, it's been, it was just Valentine's Day when you when you guys are hearing this. Right. We haven't had Valentine's Day yet when we're recording this, but it was just Valentine's Day and I thought we should do a relationship episode maybe. Okay. A lot of our questions from the Q&A are relationship related. That's and for I sure. feel like a lot of times... It's the same questions getting asked. Like basically, people want to know how the fuck do I get a relationship? And once I get one, how do I make it healthy? And once it's healthy, how do I keep it? True. Right? Those are some vital And and then questions like is this relationship healthy or not healthy or something like that, you know, or is this person interested in me? Yeah. So, I came across this article this morning and I thought it was pretty interesting. It was it was by Mark Manson. Um the author of Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. He's actually on our show before. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. You go back a couple of years um, when he was when he first came out with his book, Everything is Fucked. He was on our show. Yeah. So he's, he's a, he's a huge of, fan of the show. As well. Really cool. Yeah. He actually doesn't do that many shows in person. No, he doesn't. But he just so happened to be in Los Angeles. Happened when to be a I, big fan of the when show. When I reached out and he happened, he was a huge shit they don't tell you fan. Mm-hmm. So I love him. I love uh, how his brain is very logical. He's very good at forming arguments and um, he's very good at like just getting down to the nitty gritty. I feel like he reminds me a lot of you in, in his you writing. In yeah. person, not so much. Oh, um, wow. Thank you. Like, <laughs> I thought he was very cool. Very, no, very, he's very, very cool. cool. No, no, no. I'm saying but you guys, you guys articulate yourselves differently. Yeah. But in writing, you sound the same to me. I see. Yeah. That's fun. So it was, it was interesting meeting him. Um, yeah, there's not any good or bad connotation there. But so anyway, this article was titled Six Healthy Relationship Habits Most People Think Are Toxic. And I wanted to go over them with you. Please. To get your thoughts on it. Because some of these things, I don't know. Do we agree with them? Do we disagree with them? I kind of just, it was kind of a little mind fuck. Hey, Tom motherfucking Collins. Dude, we have a cat all over the place. There's a kitten okay. trying to be... Sorry for the audio listeners. Trying to be the main character when he's a side character. He's an extra. Yeah. But he's trying to... He, excuse, do you he's have your sad a, card? Do you have your sad Nate. card? He's pulling a Nate. He's trying to get on the show way too much. And <laughs> way he's just going to get himself canned. Yeah. So we can't get rid of him. That's exactly right. Yeah, exactly. All right. So let's go through these habits shall we please and you tell me tell me your honest thoughts because i some of these i think you're gonna disagree with oh shit yeah and i'm really interested in it okay number one let some conflicts go unresolved yeah fuck that you you disagree yeah big time you think everything should be resolved well not resolved i guess i guess if you really wanted to um zero in on that particular word yeah then yeah, I would say that some things just don't get resolved like that. If you have two different people who don't agree on everything. 
Yes. Like, so you're never going to have somebody who's just, oh, wow, we, I just totally convinced you to my, to, to what I think. And I, you know, you just totally convinced me to what you think. Like, sometimes <laughs> you, you do agree to disagree. Yeah. But it has to, it can't be fundamental issues. Though. Exactly. Like, like, killer relationship issues. Your values still have to match. Exactly. Your life, like, you should agree on these, like, whatever. I don't want to dictate what everybody should agree on, but I know for me, like values morals and ethics and lifestyle have to be in alignment Mm -hmm. and you can't be um like those there there's certain like pillars like i was saying that cannot be compromised on whatsoever yes as long as those are good then yeah we what's an uncompromisable thing for you oh just like you know I'm okay with cheating or whatever. Oh, fuck no. Yeah, yeah but there's so, some people who are. Yeah. And, and there's like a lot of different relationships out there, like a lot of different styles of relationship, open relationships, all kinds of stuff. That's open relationships aren't cheating, but... No, but it's not for yeah, me. But it's not for me either, so yeah. pillars that but are... No, I was really shocked that we did a big mood episode, and so I was really surprised that they... The would you rather was, would you rather have somebody who cheated on you all the time, but they always told you the truth? Or would you rather have someone that lied about everything, but they never cheated on you? Right. And I was the only one that chose the liar, not the cheater, because to me, I just would, even if the cheater loved me, I would never feel loved by that person. I don't feel love if you're cheating on me. Even if you say up and down, you love me and it's true, I just can't feel loved. Um, but there, a lot of them were saying, well, I mean, most men cheat or like, I know, I know a lot of guys that go, oh, most girls cheat. And I just think that's such a toxic way of thinking. You think that they're all toxic is what you're saying. I think that that <laughs> mentality. I know. <laughs> <laughs> who's toxic? No, that's 2021 for you. Though. Oh, I know. Well, this is the title of the article is like toxic. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. To- what's toxic? Yeah. Um, I think that, uh, yeah, I think that people need to get rid of this. Um, well, everybody does that thing because they don't. Absolutely. If that's something that you really don't want to settle on, you don't have to settle on that. It's one of the things that bothers me a lot too when I'm, uh, well, you know, when I'm in certain places, like some somebody will say something about, oh, well, didn't you know that, like, have you ever experienced the Latina fire, for example? Oh. And it's like, well, that's how they are. And I'm like, bro, that is like, that's true. I don't agree with that kind of <laughs> yeah. thought. But at yeah, all. You, it doesn't mean it's um, justifiable. Like universal justifiable. Or like, yeah, justifiable. Or, or that, any that person of that shit. doesn't have to work on it. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah. because that, yeah. I mean, because it's the same thing in, in, for Filipino women. Like, we're, we're very fiery. But that's, the, that's the, the stereotype, right? But I just don't think that um, it's okay to go, well, you know, I have the Latina fire. Or I, am, I have the Filipino, like, yeah. like fire, whatever it is. To like justify I, everything. To justify your yeah. behavior that way, like with slogans and stereotypes. Yeah. No, that's it's like, super bad, by the way. That's like saying, mm. well, my dad hit me, so I can hit my kid. Exactly. And know? it's, and it's it's you know, that was part of my upbringing. And oh, everybody needs to get hit one time or some well, shit. Actually, studies have come out that that is abuse. Yeah, exactly. So, so didn't maybe I don't like, cut that. I don't like. Maybe betres- it ends with your generation. I don't like betressing misbehavior with stereotypes or with like archetypes. Like I just think yeah. that's not a, you're never going to have progress if you do, if you do that. Agreed. In a so relationship. we have agreed that our morals and values and ethics and all of that stuff is on the same page, mm-hmm. right? But that aside, um, do you think everything has to go resolved? So he brought up a study in this article by a, a man named John Gottman, and 
he probably has credentials, but I forgot to write them down. I'm sorry, John Gottman, but he's amazing, supposedly. So he does this thing called thin slicing, where he takes really like little thin snippets of a couple's everyday life. They don't know like what snippets he's going to take. They just, they're recorded and he just takes like these really thin slices. And from a compilation of those slices, he has had a 91% accuracy in predicting which newlywed couples are going to get divorced within 10 years. Oh, wow. 91%, which is staggering. Yeah. So um, he says that throughout his research, he's found thousands and thousands of really successful couples that have been together for a long time that just have certain things that they just, they will argue with about forever like they are just have been arguing about it for decades and then when it comes up they just don't agree on it and they're very happy because like everything else is fine yeah so and then whereas uh the most unsuccessful couples he's met feel like they have to resolve everything and that no one can ever disagree and Oof. because of that you lose the relationship when you, people yes you lose yourself in a relationship that way yes that's what happens every time exactly you're, you're, you're going with the wind of your partner instead of being resolute on your own and coming together yeah and having your own ideas and your own yeah your own like sense of self yeah i agree yeah yeah so at first i was like wait no like we sh you should work to resolve issues so there's no resentment Right, but that's, then, that's the natural inclination, right? Like when you hear that, even it's like, well, wait, why wouldn't we want to resolve everything? Yeah, but I do agree with this. Yeah, which is why it was accurately titled "Healthy Relationship Habits" that most people think are toxic. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. In the end, after the argument was made, I agree. Yeah, it's good. It's solid stuff. That and not everything needs to be resolved. Okay, number two, be willing to hurt each other's feelings. Honesty is more important than making the other person feel good all the time. Now, this I think that mm. we have had um, we've had a little bit of of disagreement on, yes. and mostly mostly in that you don't want to upset me, so you'll yeah. tell me things that maybe aren't the whole truth. Um, about <laughs> like if I go, for example, if I'm like, "Do you like this hairstyle?" and you don't like it. Yeah, you true, true. would rather lie to me and make me feel better. Just don't do bangs and we're good. If you do bangs, <laughs> I won't lie to you. I'll tell you I don't like it. Bangs are bangs. Actually, when I did bangs. When bangs came in, that was the biggest fucking sad, like sad, saddest thing I've seen. Bangs always come in when a, a woman is going through something. But mm. I didn't never did the straight across bangs for you, but Thank I did God. do the side bangs and you liked them. Yeah, I like that. That's fine. The straight okay. across bangs, I don't like. That's what you don't the like. The waterfall bangs. They're kind of hot. Like Cleopatra no. bangs? No. No? Yeah, Cleopatra could pull them off. Oh, but I can't? Not wow. you. Not you. Wow. It's not about you. I'm talking about when they came oh, in. only First Cleopatra. First okay. I never saw you with those bangs, waterfall bangs. So I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about a bunch of tubers started doing it. And oh, really? Is absolute thumbs down, double thumbs down. Well, a lot of girls uh, that I know around age 30 did it to avoid Botox. Okay. <laughs> Which I hey. think is valid. Well, listen, I'm just talking about... That's a personal pillar for me. Sure. Banks. So anyway, I'm very honest with you about how I feel about everything. Yes. And sometimes I it, it's a little ego bruising. and But I think it's okay because it's, in my opinion, I would rather you tell me everything and maybe I get a little bit hurt. Yeah. 
then um and then later i'm like okay yeah you're probably right and this has happened the times that you have been like you're honest when it it's something important i think damn right know? look i'm not gonna commit suicide by telling you that you look fat in something or whatever <gasps> you thought that no i'm just <laughs> saying i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do that you thought i'm that. not i'm not putting on that that vest and blowing myself up I'm when did you think it. that? What outfit? I'm, I'm literally you just think that right using now? it as an example. You think asshole. that right now? Oh my God, no. Oh I love this outfit. Oh my God. You're so funny. What an asshole. <laughs> you hate my outfit. I love it, actually. You told me you loved it, but now who do I trust? See, this is why I married the liar, not the cheater. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. You're a very honest person. Yeah, dude. Um, hey, look. If you make bad food, I tell you. I think I think you I stopped making bad food years ago, though. I have to give a disclaimer to you. I have to like wave my rights for you to get your honest opinion. I have to be like, yes. hey, you could tell me the truth. Yes, I'm not gonna get mad, dude. And if you make ba- and if I make bad food, like I had a hot streak of making shit spaghetti for a long oh, time. Yeah, it was very you, bad. You would wreck me about it all the time. It was ve- because how do you get good? If exactly how do and if I got you always think? So this I used to cover this up about the bed. Yes. I did do that. I know. And it doesn't help you. No. Because you want to do a good job. Mm-hmm. So so I used to, when so we have this rule, whoever the last person to get out of bed is has to make the bed. And for a while, it was Steve like almost every single day. And so he had to make the bed. And then I would remake it because it was bad. It was like a, it was like a child did it. and <laughs> But it was like so cute because it's like. I'm trying to, first of all. He's trying to like match the picture, but it's like so bad. You're one of these people who believes in putting pillows, like an unbelievable amount of pillows on surfaces oh, that don't require a that 30 many something year old woman. Yeah, exactly. I'm one of those people. I don't. So, so, so it's funny that you say like, oh, I was incapable of it. I disagreed with it fundamentally having that many fucking pillows on a surface. Fundamentally. That's not. By the way, this bench that you're sitting on. Yeah. Way too many pillows. By the way, the couch behind us. Way too many. No, you pillows. love the way it looks. I love the way it looks. Yeah, see, there's way too so many. So it's not too many. Is it? That that blue bench over there, stuffed with pillows. I it don't has know where you get all these pillows. pillows. There's two pillows. It had like seven of them, like before no, Christmas. No, we yeah. put a, a pile of pillows there because Joe kept peeing on them. That was not my design. Okay, fair, but I'm just saying, <laughs> dude, I do not believe in the pillow theory but you love the way it looks and part of that is because of the pillows i do because before it's not incumbent on the pillows to look look good though it didn't look like a hotel before hotels always have lots of pillows so so here's what here's where i was coming from right okay so there's this system about making the bed that's fine right pull the sheet over tuck it in put the pillows up there and fluff them and shit but but then my wife wants to do a set up a jigsaw puzzle With fucking 17 pillows on the bed and a certain arrangement of how you do it. And yeah, I was not nailing that. Yeah. Okay. But you are now. I am now because you... Because you, you really want to do... Well, actually... Yeah, because you started clowning on me I on Instagram in vlogs. and vlogs. Yeah. And you're shitting all over me. But you're not... I didn't know you watched my vlogs. And I have a lot of pride. I happen to have quite a bit of pride. I didn't know he watched my vlogs. I thought yeah, it was right. like secret time for, with my friends. Yeah, right. I thought it was with my friends. Yeah, exactly. So... Um, he heard my conversation. No, I party on the party channel myself. Oh, hell yeah. Thank you very much. If you guys don't know the party channel, it's youtube.com slash Nikki. It's not this channel, but it's the actual party channel. And that's where you go party. That's where but, you party. So yeah, so I because of humiliation. Yes. I was like, I'm gonna fucking kill. But it this was thing. but it was cute. Of I course. was like I wasn't like it was actually endearing. Pissed. 
Yeah. yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. I think that over the past few years, you ha- it has been more honest. Yes. Because extremely, we both want to do a good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have that trait. Yeah. In common, very much so. Mm-hmm. I remember you giving me a note before, like on the podcast, like that I would get too like lengthy sometimes. Yeah. Bre- lo- bre- long-winded brevity is the soul of wit yeah but, but but brevity i want to be bre- brief i know but it was making me mad mm-hmm. that i wanted to be brief and it wasn't coming across brief mm-hmm. i was getting mad and i didn't like that you were reflecting that back at me i understand so that. then i was very frustrated at you right for pointing it out i get it yeah but you <laughs> and didn't, that's what happens you didn't disagree with the note though no i didn't yeah. but i just didn't want it to, i didn't want to have that note i understand i don't want that note yeah then that's one of those weird things where you're when you're when you're performing with your partner and yeah. you're building a show together, you do have to be honest about things yeah, like that. Totally. It it doesn't make me happy to go like, hey, I think this. Yeah. And it's not like the best note. Like, but I do think you do a fucking fantastic job and you're phenomenal at this. So well, thank you. Yeah. So it's like it was just a little thing to help tweak out tweak it out. Yeah, no, and I you've done the same I thing to me. I appreciate the note. And that's the thing. And that's what Mark Manson says about his wife too, is that it's a very it's a very valuable asset to have in mm-hmm. a partner, someone that's gonna be honest with you and help you to be a better person. Yes. Then rather you, than someone that just makes you feel all good all day, mm-hmm. but it's not real. There's many times where we're doing this show and Nikki will make me stop and just like like go take a deep breath or something and then like come back and like just be yeah. more myself or, or whatever, you know? Yeah, because we also know each other's best. Exactly. So it's like, oh no, I know you can do much better than that and you'll mm-hmm. be so much happier. Yeah. Yeah. And there's many episodes you guys don't even know. Mark does. You don't even God know. bless his soul. Bless Mark's soul. Everyone go write a nice comment to Mark. Where we're just like, hey, we're scrapping the whole first half and we're doing it again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, sometimes it happens. Yeah. Where you're just like, I don't, I didn't feel that at yeah. all. You know? Yeah, and I think at first there was a bit contentious but then later like we kind of got we're on the same page about everything yeah mark was saying uh because early on in our when we were first starting this podcast we got into a couple of arguments like while we're trying to figure out the show right which is a super stressful thing when you're sitting in a studio there's people watching you yeah and you're trying to build the show and you're trying to like 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 make the show work yeah and work you're trying to find the rhythm yeah and we would we were like maybe not connecting on something and then I guess the way that he saw us go from arguing to out. conflict resolution, he told my brother Nate, he's like, those two are going to be together forever. Because, yeah, that, that's just, I think we have a really good system of, of, yeah, I think of it's, getting down to it. It's way more telling of a relationship, not like the happiness that people show. And like, oh, like you look at like, I don't know, influencer couples that are yeah. like showing you every sunset they watch or whatever the fuck or like, oh, look what they bought. They bought me a car or yeah. whatever. I think less of that has to do with the success of a relationship and more how they deal with their arguments and, and like their conflict res- conflict resolution. Yeah. And how how is that, by the way? Like, because some of the most happy looking couples online are the shit show. And then they break up and people don't understand why. I can't believe it. But we all know. We all knew. We all knew. We all knew the whole time. Yeah. No, but um, the conflict resolution part, right? Like, if I'm just going to yell at you and yeah. leave the room and go lock myself off in my office, I don't think we're going to have a very successful relationship no. if I keep on doing that. And if every time something comes up where you know, oh my God, now he's just going to block himself away. Now that's created a pattern that I've created. Where instead of trying to resolve things with me, you're just tiptoeing around me. Yeah, the eggshell thing. Oof. 
No, thank you. I can't do the eggshells. I can't be in a relationship like that. I've, I've been, been there. I've been there. Same. Yeah. I'm never going back. I think back. that's our, our best, the best thing that ever happened to us was our previous relationships. Absolutely. Because I feel like you and I had the same previous relationships. We went to war. And then when we found each other, we were like, oh, you, you don't have the, mm-hmm. the other things. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is what I wanted. We like knew what we wanted already. Exactly. Yeah. It took a lot of really bad relationships to like get in tune with what you want. Yeah, that, but that's it. You learn what you don't want. And that's it. You find yeah. out what you don't want. Maybe maybe some things were okay, but the whole picture is what's so important. And if you don't have that, if I can't bring something up to Nikki without worrying about oh no now she's gonna shut down yeah you know oh man i can't i can't go back to that he also he actually gives the example of for example if i need alone time i need to be able to say that to you without without blaming you for me needing alone time and you need to be able to hear it without blaming me for needing alone time god i wish i wish everyone could hear that a second time because it's so fucking important yeah when you like if you tell me you need alone time. I don't view it as a slight on me. Yeah, like, it's not personal. I didn't do, I'm not bad. Oh, um, is everything okay? Like yeah. imagine if I started doing that after you said that every time. Is everything okay? Like are we okay? Like, ugh. Yeah, I would need more and more alone time. Yeah. And then it would just spiral. Yeah, because you have and to have- And then there would actually be a problem. You have to have a base level of confidence in your relationship where you don't think everything's about you. Yeah, you're not this fucking person. And you could just honestly communicate with each other without it being personal. And there's a selfishness to that that people don't recognize that they're being hella selfish because they're they're making it all about them when you're going through something. Yeah, like hey, I'm going through something right now. I need some time for myself. Oh, really? Well, why wouldn't you want to spend time with me? I'm your significant other. Like you're you know, married to me. Like what the fuck? I try to analyze that, and I think it's like when people make their relationship their identity. I think you're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So that being said. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we got four more things. on the. It's a listicle. All right. Did you know we were in a listicle? I, I didn't until You're in I'm a in listicle. it now. Oh, no. This is what hell is. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hello, 
we're taking a break from ourselves to have ourselves talk about ourselves. So thanks for listening to our podcast. We really hope that you like, favorite, and subscribe. But most importantly, you give us five stars on the on the podcast app that you are on. And give us a cool review if you like it, because we like you, and we but, hope but, you but like it. But even if you don't, just give us five stars anyway, because we need <laughs> it. You sound so desperate. No, listen, we really need <laughs> you it. You sound so desperate. No, look, maybe desperate. Look, it's a tough time out Please there for podcasters. Please help my husband. He's very sad. If we don't get five stars, dude, you don't even know what's going to come down on me, man. I, I, and well, I owe money. The, listen, okay. I'm in deep, dude. I, I gamble. Okay, no. We're Look, done. I need to win. Thank you for listening. We hope you like this. We really appreciate your ears listening I'm going to back this. To the table tonight. I'm gonna get yeah, back. no, you're no, not. No, I'm gonna get you're it not. back. Okay. I swear. That's enough. Enough out of you. And we're back. And the third habit that healthy uh, relationships have that a lot of people think are toxic are is be willing to end it. Mark, oh. can we get that breakup button? You hit that breakup Bre- button. Break up. Break up. Um, we say that a lot on our Q and A's, and it's it's a fun little bit. But seriously, like when it's when it's bad, you gotta go. Like I didn't understand this, and and reading more into it, I I kind of can grasp it now that some people, and this was not me, but some people are raised to view a relationship as like a, a constant struggle. No, but oh, thank okay. you for trying to finish yeah, that. Yeah, I was trying. Um, no, as like a trophy. Like it's oh. it's something to get and then you show it off and like you're like, look, I did it. Like I look, like I have a marriage. Like it's a, mm. it's like a achievement. Status symbol. It's a, an achievement. Yeah. To me, I feel like I you like your life and it'd be nice to share it with somebody because you love your life so much. And then it's like, we were talking about this the other day, how like when you're really happy and like, something that's filling with joy you want to share it with somebody mm-hmm. and you want you don't want to do it alone you don't want to be happy alone and so like having that other person that finds the same things you find happy and sharing it with them is awesome but not like oh it got this now check you know check yeah, mark yeah. and a lot of people are like that and a lot of people feel like if they break up after they said the i do's that it's a failure that they're a failure because they their success basically got taken away from them. Yeah. Because they viewed this as a an object to have rather than like I've an, seen people inter- like an that. integration of, of yeah. your life. Yeah. And it and I t- it took me a while to understand this viewpoint. Um, but now that I understand it, I get why people don't just break up or they're like, No, like we said we'd be together forever and commitment over all else or love I still love them, so love over all else. Love does not mean shit if you don't have respect, if you don't have uh, like honesty, if you don't have trust. Like if there's if these pillars aren't there, the love, it kind of is just a floaty thing. But I think that they, you know, some of those people do feel like it is a floaty thing. Yeah. Even on the inside, like they they know, right? Yeah. They know it's a floaty thing, and they but they think that this is what I've experienced the most. All relationships are like this. All relationships are not great like this right. they are constantly like suffering struggling conflict 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 i've heard this one and dude i used to think that i did a couple tough talk videos many years ago talking about how relationships are not easy and it's fucking hard and all this shit yeah because i really thought that shit i yeah. thought i was one of those people until i got with you i really thought dude this is a battle bro you gotta wake up and get ready for war yeah i used to take a deep breath before i walked into my apartment like because 
Like not with me and my ex were just, it was just fucking brutal sometimes. Yeah. I remember even trying to like, we're like even, okay, this is such a great thing about us. Like, I can't wait to watch what you want to watch because we have the same kind of shit. Like yeah. that we, we are excited to watch it. And sometimes there's a couple outliers on that. Maybe that chess show. <laughs> the Queen's Gambit. You know, I mean, you got that <laughs> the chick chess you show. You won't even try. Maybe you got that Orange is the New Black. You won't watch Marvelous Mrs. Maisel with me and it's amazing. It's a great show. Listen, got no problem with any of it. I just, when I watch the trailer, I'm just like, man, I'm not into it. I would rather do other things than sit there and watch that. Well, some people might watch you as a trailer and go, not for me, I know. Pal. I understand that. But that's what I'm, I'm I'm just saying. Like, There's just a couple of those shows yeah. that I'm just not into. By the way, I watched Sex in the City, the movie, and I liked it. Okay. Okay. Pretty, wow. Pretty, you want a cookie? I'm kind of a fucking panty wetter. But you frankly. didn't watch the show. Never had seen the show. I didn't have okay. HBO or anything. What's your point, pal? No, my point is that um, with this chick... Yeah. Everything she wanted to watch, I was like, God, fucking kill me. Yeah. Kill me dead. Fucking let me die. We have to have similar interests. Dude, like, if you want to sit there and watch 14 episodes of Degrassi <laughs> in a row, I cannot fucking be with you. <laughs> That's a deal breaker. I, I, dude, I don't know. Like, yeah. if, you're a, if you're a TV sitter to that extent, this is like pre-pandemic and shit. Yeah. But if you're going to be able to sit there and be okay with fucking just letting your brain rot like that, I can't. I can't handle it. That to me is like watching cartoons. Like I just can't do it too many times in a row or my brain starts to rot and I got to yeah, get away. I get that. So, But everything that we want to watch together. And by the way, we fucking rot our brain on some Love Island and all this shit. But because we both find it funny together. Yeah. We both mutually view it through the same lens. Yeah. you. I feel like you're an extension of me. Exactly. Like it's not like... Our relationship is this thing that's so like, like a puzzle that has to be solved all the time. Like it's like no, it's just we're all both living our lives together. Yes, it's like I had my life alone, and now it's just an extension. And, and when we better. have kids, it's better. It's just it's better. an enhancement. Yeah. And when we have kids, it'll be an extension of that. It's exactly. like you just keep building levels of a house, basically. Exactly. Like so. you are the foundation, and then your partner is the second floor, and then like and your kids above that, and and I think that's. I think that's the healthiest. And it's because we have a base level of compatibility, not just compatible with values, not just compatible with yeah. the way that we see relationships and how we want them to be, but oh, also everything else. By the way, another argument people have for this like never breaking up thing is if you've come up with a system like financially, like you're like, well, you know, love isn't everything, but like, the, you know, our relationship works to keep a stability mm. you know i can understand that because stability and safety is something that a lot of, that humans crave right especially in a pandemic like it's crazy but when it comes to that if you're just purely staying together for the stability and for the system that you guys created and there's nothing else left there that's a business you're just <laughs> you're a you have a business partner that's funny <laughs> you don't have a romantic partner that's a great line yeah. Yeah. Very I'm, true. Spoken from someone that was both in a romantic relationship and a business relationship with the same person. If we didn't have the love part, it would be hard to like let go of the relationship because everything else we built. Yeah. But I'd have to know that it's a business at that point. Like, because right. there's no, there's no more romance. No more. Uh, it's not healthy as a romantic relationship. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. Be willing to end it.
if you, if you, if I know, oh, another thing is if I know that you'll never leave me and you know, I'll never leave you no matter what, one, one partner could be, start getting treated as a doormat. Yep. Two, there's stagnation. Yep. It could brew stagnation where you're just like, well, we're not leaving Whatever. Each other, so why do I have to try? Yes. You know, and you don't want that either. You want to always be kind of trying for your partner. Dating. Yeah. You want to be dating. Courting. Yeah. Courting. I like that a lot. What'd you get oh. me for Valentine's Day? Dude, I, I didn't get you anything. <laughs> Because we're because we agreed not to yeah we, we we have this I'm telling you the, our compatibility yeah. thing's great if you it's were a great. gifts person though I would I would I would come meet you in the middle on that and try to do that usually I get you flowers and stuff on Valentine's Day but we're gonna be in Vegas so yeah bye ho hum sorry get me a house <laughs> I like it <laughs> um, okay number four is ooh ooh I really want your reaction to this one number four is feeling attraction for people outside the relationship okay wait what is that one is a healthy habit that a lot of people think are toxic i mean feeling attraction towards people outside of the relationship yeah what is, how do you feel about that i don't agree with that yeah i want to hear your argument well i just don't think that i think that if you got the wandering eye that's trouble brewing yeah i agree 100 percent. yeah okay so I listen to the argument because okay. I'm like you. I've always said like, I'm just not. Really, I'm a ride or die ass bitch. I'm very like tunnel vision when I'm in a relationship, blinders on. Like I only have feelings for you. But I read the argument okay. and. Did Mark I, Manson t- sit down with his wife and tell I him this I now argument? am very attracted to other people. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, no, I've also been doing this thing called shadow work, and it kind of went in alignment with that. And and we could do a whole topic on shadow work because I think that's a whole whole other subject. What does that's that mean? Very fascinating. It's where you suppress um, parts of you that you've always grown up with. You, you, you built your beliefs around it. You suppress these parts that of you that um, you view as bad or you judge yourself right away, and you just don't even let them exist. Okay. Right? And so I have always – I've not been attracted to other people in a traditional sense where like an attractive person comes by, I can recognize that they are traditionally attractive. I'm just not attracted to it, right? right? However, this I didn't think about because I'm like, what ways am I wrong? I'm trying to do the shadow work. I'm like, what ways am I, can I argue that in Mm -hmm. my brain? I do find interesting people very attractive, right? Like when someone's just so passionate and knowledgeable and like can articulate it well and they i find that very attractive i also find sense of humor very attractive um but this is boy or girl and i wouldn't sexually want to be with a girl but i do find that very attractive sure yeah so it's fun to be around yeah it's fun to be around and his argument which i actually am now on board with is when i engage in a conversation with someone who i find attractive in that way it reminds me of all of your qualities and how grateful I am to be with you. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And I'm like, huh, that that's true because I get stimulated like mentally. I'm like, I can't wait to tell this to Steve because yes. he's going to also be stimulated by it. And I can't wait to hear his arguments on it. I can't wait to hear all this other stuff. And I only think about you. Yeah. Like, so it actually just enhances that. Like, yeah, it's, it's very, uh, he says like, oh, like when you're talking to, he's like, when I'm talking to a pretty girl, if she's nice to me, it's very like flattering and, and like you feel like, oh, cool. But then you go back home and you're like, I just fucking, no one could ever top my wife yeah, ever, no, you know? that's for sure. And and so I think that I can agree with that. I can get on board with that. I agree with that. that yeah, that, that's, yeah. I mean, dude, like 
Okay, for example, like I was telling you recently, I mean, I've always said, we've always said this, that, you know, when you hear interesting people talking about things they're interested in. Yeah. Like there's nothing better. Yeah, and it's, like, it, it be, they become attractive. Yeah, and I think that, you know, um, like I was telling you, I watched a fucking show about pinball <laughs> because these two guys are fucking pinball nerds and they really love it. Yeah. And I just think that that's cool. Yes. I think that that's cool that they genuinely love this thing and they're trying to sit there. And now pinball is not something I ever, I ever like played as a kid very much or was like obsessed with. Yeah. But these guys got me going, man, maybe pin, pinball is a fun hobby. You know, like, it's, yeah, it's like their things. interest is so great that it makes you interested in it. Yeah. And that's, yeah. and that's, I feel that same way. I was watching this fucking video about there's a guy who like digs with like, he uses like medieval tools and he fucking digs like pools and like underground like places and shit. Yeah. With this little fucking tool. Oh, I watched so many of those videos. Dude, it's sick. And it was during when I was obsessed with Animal Crossing. So Dude. it was like this guy was doing Animal Crossing in real life. Yeah, and that's that's and you know, I don't know how I could justify sitting there watching that for twenty two minutes as I just hated on all those fucking other shows. But there's just something about seeing this guy who obviously cares about this and likes this. Yeah. And that's it. Oh, it's he's attractive. so intensely passionate about it. Yeah. I don't want to have sex with this man. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But At least I don't think. The, that like attraction quality is it's attractive yeah. to watch people like that. It's awesome. Right? I love that shit. Okay. So he also says um, it's healthier to allow oneself to experience these feelings and then let them go. Like you don't act on them. Right. Like you wouldn't. Like what you just said, you don't have sex with this man. Like yeah. if I'm talking to someone and they're very like um, stimulating mentally, uh, I'm not going to act on it. I'm just like, oh, that's really attractive. And then like you don't do anything. When you suppress these feelings, you give them power over you. You let them dictate your behavior for you. Suppression rather than dictating your behavior for yourself. Like via feeling them and choosing not to do anything about them. Fascinating. And then he says people who suppress these urges are often the ones who eventually succumb to them and suddenly find themselves screwing the secretary in the broom closet and having no idea how they got there and then come to deeply regret it 22 seconds later. People who suppress these urges also are often the ones who project them onto their partner mm. and become blindingly jealous, attempting to control their partner's every thought, corralling all of their partner's attention and affection onto themselves. Because like, oh, if I'm thinking it, you're thinking I've it. I've seen it. Seen yeah, it many same. times. Yeah, yeah too bad. So, so interesting. So people who suppress these urges are often the ones who wake up one day disgruntled and frustrated with no conscious understanding of why, wondering where all of the days went and saying things like, remember how in love we used to be? Oh, God. So, so interesting yeah like because if you so this all is shadow work related where yeah. it's like you're suppressing you're like judging this part of you that's very biological in your nature to like want to c connect to other people but you're shaming it because you're associating it with cheating you know yeah i mean as long as you're not i mean i don't know the the idea that if you are this way, you'll end up fucking your secretary. I know where he's saying. I know what he's getting at there. Yeah, like if you're suppressing all your feelings, and then you're they're going to come out some yeah, way in an them. explosive way. And so, and so when you do get an opportunity, you might just jump on it. Yeah. 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 Exactly. That's that's dangerous. Yeah. So I I was like, wow, I was not expecting to come around and agree on this, but I can kind of see that. Well, I think that you found a productive way of of doing it because i did, i never feel like you have a wandering eye ever no same like with yeah you and and so i never like am worried about that or anything yeah like that. i'm like i'm like so happy that like girls friend girl friends like feel super comfortable opening up to you about 
like relationship advice and like they're they're always like oh my god you're like steve's so great and you're like lucky it makes me feel good it makes yeah. me be like yes i picked a winner he's great dude same and same for me by the way like yeah. everybody who talks about our relationship and how they love it and they want one i'm like fuck yeah i love this woman like yeah it's just yeah i wish everybody had one had had it like that mm-hmm. and that's that's the thing too is it's like sometimes i like people say that and it makes me like oh like uh like it makes me feel uncomfortable that they're complimenting it as like a a thing to have because i feel like you can find it if you don't put it on a pedestal you know you can find it you know just don't i think romantic idealizing relationships and people and only cherry picking the good parts you see about someone's relationship and then forcing that into your new relationship is where people get in trouble yeah, dude. And, you know, we're not perfect people. And Yeah, there well, is work involved. There's work involved. But the best thing about us is that we both want to try our asses off for each other. I wanted to murder this man the first year we were together. Exactly, though. <laughs> Same with you. I threatened to go to Santa Barbara so much. I know. <laughs> I didn't even know you then, dude. Same. Like, I look back on that and I'm like, I did not know we you. We didn't know each I other. Didn't, I didn't give you the understanding like card at all we were so hurt by the previous relationships yeah we were just on defensive mode yeah. at all times and like oh i know i'm gonna be right about you but getting through the yeah exactly i've seen this before i'm not i'm ending yeah. it here yeah <laughs> putting my walls up but um the how getting through that like how you get through those conflicts is exactly what we were talking about yeah and we had to hit rock bottom frankly that's what happened true we hit I, rock bottom and we fucking bounced up after that the table non-stop. didn't bounce up the table did not bounce up. i the broke table, a table the table never came back it was a glass table. I love that table. He did not love My it. My mother gave it to me. <laughs> she didn't. You got it with your ex-girlfriend. So I'm glad that table's gone. I wish, I'd like, do it again. I wish it was a family heirloom <laughs> or know, something. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I would never. Okay, number five is spend some time apart. Um, you know, this one, like I love sharing every experience with you. Mm-hmm. But I, at home, because living together, working together. um, Can't get away from her. Well, we can because we go in separate offices. And I love that time, like time away Mm -hmm. where we're working on our own things Mm -hmm. and we have separate hobbies. Um, And then when we meet in the middle in the living room, we connect on, like we get, we're recharged. Yes. And then we share the like experience together excitedly instead of like, oh, I feel smothered. No, exactly. You know? That doesn't mean that I don't want date nights though. Exactly. I can't wait for date nights to be back. I think that's such a healthy thing too. And I try to tell everybody to do that is just to designate a date night. Yeah. You think it's not important after a while, like you've been together for 10 years or whatever, you think that's not important, but it is because your brain looks forward like now instead of being like where's the romance it knows uh-huh. on saturday mm-hmm. there's going to be romance and it's always in your schedule you, yeah you always know whether it's monday or wednesday or thursday you're like we're doing something for our relationship romantically on saturday yeah it's, it's always part of your life yeah yeah do not drop that priority no and by the way yes in the pandemic that has been harder we have yeah. been bad at that yeah because well our date nights and our regular life have kind of mushed Merged. together yeah because we just our dates are just watching reality TV on the and couch, laughing. and we sometimes we switch up the food that we order. That's true. <laughs> get a little variety that way. Yeah. But no, but but we both talked about wanting that back, and as things get opened up again, yeah, I'm fucking stoked. I can't wait. Stoked. I just miss dressing up and yes. having 
like when we're on the when we're on the couch watching TV, there's still the phone is there. Mm-hmm. Like there's distractions. When we're out, we're just like connecting one on one over a drink. No phones. And there's the energy of people around us that I need. I yeah, need, the bustling. I love that. Yeah, yeah, love that. I miss the ambiance. That's why I think uh, someone told you that this is like I don't know two years ago. They told you that they saw me alone in a Mexican restaurant. Mm, yeah. And they're like. Yeah, I saw Steve. He's just completely alone. I was like, oh, is somebody going to come and meet him? And he's just alone. I, I need to be around people sometimes. Yeah. Like sometimes if I've been at home too long or whatever, I'll just go to a restaurant, sit down, and just fucking absorb all that but shit. But you haven't been able to do that. No, exactly. So I go I go a little nuts. Yeah. But um, That's too bad. I'm excited to have it all opened up again. I could just put on a soundtrack of people and I'm good. Oh, I need to <laughs> be able to. I don't know, man. Like I was at... I was... um. This is like, I don't know, a year ago. I was at this restaurant and we were all sitting there and I was alone. And there was this older woman. This is like during the day. Yeah. And there was an older woman woman who was getting talked to too much by a guy at the other table. Of course. And he could not figure out that she did not want to talk to him. And he's like trying to bring up back in the day. They got to be 60 or something. Yeah. He's trying to bring up back in the day. And oh, did you know this restaurant closed? Can you believe that? Oh, yeah. This one over here on Alhambra, that one closed too. Can you believe that? And this bitch is just like, fuck, dude. She eventually just puts her head down in her menu like this. And then the guy like, like stops talking to her eventually. And once he left, like every one of us started clapping. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it's one of those things where I would not have had that experience had I been there with you. Yeah. No offense to you at all. And untaken. But I, I love being around people, absorbing them, hearing their stories and like all that kind of shit. I don't know. Yeah. I I love it. What's funny is, um, I, I do the finances and I look through the bank statements, right? Mm -hmm. Every, every, week or so and there was like a charge at a restaurant one time this was like a couple years ago and it was like for like almost a hundred dollars like 86 dollars or something and i was like when did when did you go to this restaurant yeah. and you're like oh well there was traffic and so i went to this restaurant yeah and i was like i remember it's 86 dollars you yep. spent alone like 86 dollars that sounds that's like date money like that's True. like two people money um and he was like, yeah, I had three margaritas. I did. And it was awesome. a, a, like a, enchiladas, like a whole dinner. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? Well, you know what, what it was? Does. You know what it was? I had just gotten a check from a movie that I had done. Yeah. And so I was like. So like let me celebrate alone. I, well, no, I don't. I, I know you don't like Mexican food. And yeah. so I was just like, I'm just going to go have a night that I would have. See, he's lucky I know he doesn't have a wandering eye because oh, yeah, no. <laughs> if there was any suspicion, I'd be like, who the fuck is she? <laughs> well, dude, there's there's people out there who know who we are. Yeah. Who would capture a, a phone video of me with some oh, other chick. Oh, you're that big. Well, no, I'm saying that happens. Like, yeah, I, it could like, happen. That, that could happen. I'm not, I'm not, good Lord. You could they, wear a disguise. Look, I'm just saying <laughs> there would be evidence. There would be all kinds of proof yeah. out there somewhere. But yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I do. I do like to sometimes treat myself at a Mexican restaurant because especially when I miss my family, I haven't seen them in a long time. And it just reminds me of them. Yeah. And of my youth. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. It's not my first It gives me nostalgia. Of restaurants. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. I grew up in Santa Barbara. Okay. Lastly, but not leastly. And we talk about this one all the time, but accepting your partner's flaws. Oh, yeah. Warts and all. Oh, yeah. Not trying to change them. I don't want to change you at all. I love you the way you are. 
both not trying to change them and also not thinking they're perfect. Yeah, no way. Because like, if you think they're perfect, then they're gonna fuck it up some at some point. They're gonna fuck it up, or they're gonna no tr- uh, walk on you again. Like again, like you'll be a doormat. Yes. You know, and because you think they're perfect, so right. they all their any bad behaviors they have are gonna be forgiven because you think they're perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, as, and then also, don't try to change them. Don't try to think they're like that. You're gonna find someone that is perfect. Well, right, but there's something to. Um, don't try to change them that gets fucked with, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, I know that if I clear the sink and do the dishes and all this shit, it makes your life easier and oh, better. Oh, yeah. It may, you speak my love language. Right. And so I know to do those things a little extra attentively uh-huh. because that helps you. Okay. That doesn't mean that you change no, me. No, yeah. I am in a relationship with you. You're my wife. And this helps you. You want to make me feel loved. I want to make you feel loved. That's it. Yeah. So... Has that quote unquote changed me? Like if I wanted to really sit here and like nitpicky like 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 a lawyer, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, that changed me or whatever. <laughs> if I wanted to be a, a bitter person who doesn't want to grow. Right. Or doesn't want to help their Yeah, their I spouse, think that there should be a distinct difference. Like Or you stay the same. You stay the same and you're like, That's me, bitch. And like I just think that that's part of what I was talking about in the beginning of the show. You hide behind this thing where you're like, Look, I'm this way. Yeah. And I'm it that's never changing. And because that's how I am and I don't take shit and all this stuff. Yeah. If instead of that you went, no, what can I do for what my partner today? What can I change that makes them feel better? Yeah. Yeah. There's no way I would be as on top of the dishes as I've been if it wasn't part of your love language. It's just not something that I think about na- naturally. Yeah. Like when I go, oh shit, the sink is full. Okay, I'll get to it. Right? That's usually right. my inclination. But now I go, oh shit, the sink is full. I know that that scrambles Nikki up sometimes, so I'm going to take care of that. And that makes me feel good that I'm doing that. Yeah. It's like reciprocate. It's like a, I feel good and then you feel good that you made me feel good and then I feel good that you feel good. Yeah. It's tied in love languages because that's my love language is is doing things for you. Yeah. And your love language is is quality time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And as far as flaws go, this goes back to the complimentary thing where like there's strengths and weaknesses, right? Mm -hmm. So the things that I'm weaker at, you're stronger at. So it's not like those flaws are are something that you're settling on it's just like oh hey i have that that missing piece you need you know and that's kind of what makes you feel whole in a relationship well and an underrated thing about you that i don't think a lot of people know is that if nikki is ever in your corner on something you got a fucking wolverine bro that's true she will fucking go to bat for you she will even fucking, to my detriment. You're damn right. Yeah. And that is something that I value like huge time. Like, I mean, you know, when yeah. we're watching a reality TV show, you know this, and I see a chick like that, I'm like rooting for her. That's true. Me too. Because I just, that's, that's what I, I'm all about loyalty. I love yeah. that shit. And so I know how loyal you are and I've seen it behind the scenes. A lot of things, a lot of people don't even necessarily know that you have been a fucking attack helicopter for. Um, and I just love you for it. Oh, that's I'm so sweet. So proud of you. Yeah. Thank you, Boo. Yeah. I mean, I value loyalty above all too. Mm-hmm. And I think you're the first partner I've been with that didn't have a wandering eye. Oh. Well, that I Yeah. I think it's ditto. You frankly. know, and they always say they don't. Yeah. But then I feel they do. Mm-hmm. And then I find something. But I've never even felt that you do. So I've never even looked. Like I've never even tried to look because I don't There's nobody 
even close to you and that and i and i'm so thankful for that same that's it so it's just that yeah. simple for me are there attractive people of course i'm not a moron we live yeah. in los angeles california there's beautiful fucking people here fucking perfect tens walking down the street and, and, and i'm an 11 though right perfect tens hitting each other with cars and shit <laughs> but yeah i mean dude yeah no i mean because you're my wife yeah that fucking rockets you to the top of the heat for me i'm just like i love this woman and she picked me and i'm her fucking husband and i love that i just sometimes just think up about like your big arms like wrapping all the way around me because they're like you're so small and you're so tall yeah okay now we're getting gross everybody's like that's everyone's throwing up everyone's vomiting i'm so sorry you got a little insight of of how we talk to each other in the kitchen sometimes that's true it's always in the kitchen usually (laughs) it's like a middle ground between our offices (laughs) we also do some war in the kitchen we do some battles yeah we do so there's that i like when you just run in out of nowhere and hug and hug me and i I like i like doing that to you too i like that a lot yeah I like when you attack me, even though I don't want to be attacked, but I kind of want to be attacked. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I like when you try to, you're like, you start kicking at me, like, because you can kick really high. I can kick really high. But she never kicks my face, but it's so fucking close. But it's, and it's really impressive. close. Like, and Steve is a foot taller than me. It's like karate. I can kick with accuracy yeah, between and, his eyes but, if I wanted to. But the best part of it, it reminds me of watching you at an Eminem concert for the first time with this fucking <laughs> attitude, this cute girl attitude. And so when you, when you make these kicks, you have that cute girl attitude on your no, face. It just reminds hard. me of that shit. I'm just I was like, I love this hard. Chick. I was a little hardcore. I'm not a little You're girl. You're so soft. It's fucking hilarious. That's what I love about it. Dude, yeah. I imagine you doing hardcore battle rap and then like like you like accidentally like pinch your finger on the microphone. You're like, ow, baby, ow, it hurts. Can you kiss it? <laughs> hey, we got to end this episode. Okay. All right. That's I would never do that. She hurt herself during the Super Bowl, like got the tiniest, tiniest, tiniest cut on her finger, and she asked me to kiss it for her. It was pinched. <laughs> I also like tried to take a fertility test, um, and I had to lance my my finger. It's all bruised now. Yeah, you fucked it up good. And I kind of am like trying to not to freak myself up out about it getting infected. <laughs> That's you. It's very hard. I wouldn't have you any other way. All right, guys. I hope that was helpful examine your relationship incorporate some healthy habits that you may have thought were unhealthy but in the long run very healthy there you go and i hope you had an excellent valentine's day even though it's way past valentine's day now also check out we do a show called shit they don't tell you after dark oh yes on exclusively our patreon. available on our patreon patreon.com sticky so we should start out. saying that at the beginning of our episodes i know we like should. like before we get all mushy on people and they tune out that's true. We grossed them out. Yeah. They're not here in this okay. part. Well, if you are here, you want extra. There's that. And we do a live stream. There. And we post this show one day early in video form. Yes. All right. Okay. Good morrow. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye.